0: Greetings and welcome back to another and ongoing series of shiurim and Daft Yomi. We are now on, in the Darim, Daf Mem Chet Amur Aleph, and we have a relatively short piece to do today, which will take us to the end of the fifth parak. Uh, as I mentioned in the first of these three shiurim on the fifth parak, the first shiur really covered the bulk of the material, both text-wise and also as far as the naughtiness goes, the, the difficulty and the challenge. Uh, and now we will take a look at the, uh, at the next Mishnah, which is Mishnah Vav, most of which is taken up by a story that we alluded to, we referred to at the end of the, of the fourth parak. And that goes as follows. Hamudah Mayochal. And this is a topic that we dealt with, uh, in the fourth parak. If, uh, A, if B is mudah hanar from A, and B has nothing to eat, A can give it to some other guy, we'll call him X, and then X can give it to B, or B can just enjoy it from X, and that's fine. Now, here's the story. So there's a fellow in Beit Charon whose father was not allowed to get Hanar from him. So A is the fellow, and B is his father. A was marrying his son off. So he wanted his father to be able to come to the wedding, and they wanted to make up, but there was a netter in the way. So A said to his friend, He said, I'm giving you the wedding hall, and the meal, the food, and everything else. They're a gift to you. So that father can come and join us at the meal. Now the fellow who got it said, "Amar im shelihim, if it's really mine, I'm makdish them, I'm sanctifying them. Amar lein atat el chad sheli she to la shemaim. I gave it to you, so you should be makdish it. Meaning, I gave it to you, so you should do a particular thing with it. Amar lo natata li et chalcha ella shatei atab bavicha ochlin v'shotein v'torzin zalaze. You gave it to me, so that you and your father can sit at the meal and uh, make up with each other. Ve'yavon talui b'birosho. In the meantime." The sin will be on me, because I will have enabled you guys to get together. He said, any gift which is not so much of a gift that if a fellow is shit it doesn't work, is not a matana. Meaning, any gift which is, which is still has strings attached, so that the gdoni, the recipient of the gift cannot do what he wants with it, and if he's shit, that is out of bounds for him, that's not really a gift, meaning it does not solve the netter problem. In this case, the wedding still belongs to A, and the father still can't come. Now, the Gemara immediately challenges the the uh, story. It doesn't challenge the story, but tries to understand what the purpose of the story here is, because the halacha was that this is a permitted way to get around a netter, and then the story seems to say that it's not. Maseli's story. You bring a story to challenge it. In other words, what the, what the Gemara is asking is the mission, The wording of the Mishnah is strange because it should say that there is a dissenting opinion that says that that's not valid, and then bring the story to support that dissenting opinion. But it skipped that part. So the answer is There's something missing in our Mishnah. It works as follows: Al Meaning that if the end result demonstrates what the original intent was, then And then the story of Beit Haron is there to show you the exception where it doesn't work because the end result demonstrated what the original intent was here the end result of the fellow was I'm not giving you this gift so you can do what you want with it I'm giving you this gift for one express purpose and that is so father can come once you start messing with it so that that makes it impossible then um, I don't mean it as a gift that demonstrates that it wasn't a good gift however if A gives it to X unconditionally and then B is allowed to use it that's fine good so now I'm a Rava there's two versions of Rava's statement which are diametrically opposite as commentary on the Mishnah. Um, that the that the ruling where it does not work, the story of, of, of Beit Haron is only when the guy says, "I'm giving it to you only for the purpose that Father can come." But if he says, they're yours, and I hope my father can come, I want my father to come, meaning that A is saying to X, if you choose to do that, that'll be very nice to make me happy, but I'm not making it conditional. In which case, it'll be mutar, because X can do what he wants if he decides to play nice and let the father come. That's very good. That's one version. There's another version of what Rava said. Which goes in the opposite direction. Amarava, lo teimah tamad amar lefanecha asur. Don't think that it's only because he said, I'm giving them to you only for Father to eat. That's why it's asur. Amar leib heim lefanecha shevo'am av'yochal mutar. But if he said, I'm giving them to you, and I hope Father comes, that that's mutar. El afilo amar leib heim lefanecha asur that in this version, even if he just says, I'm giving it to to you, and I'd like my father to be able to come, doesn't make it conditional, it's still Asur, the opposite of the first version. My Tama, what's the reason? Surah Tobu Chachar Because the feast demonstrates what his intent was. In other words, it's one thing when A has some food, and he gives it to X, and X then invites B to, to join him. Maybe that was really A's intent, but there's nothing obvious and overt about the way that things happen that, 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 uh, that demonstrates that. But when A has a wedding, and he gives the entire wedding over to somebody else, the ownership of the hall and the food and everything else, and then we see his father, who couldn't otherwise come, is sitting there with him, that demonstrates what his entire purpose was. So the two versions of Rava, one, hinge totally on language, meaning it doesn't matter what in effect happens and what the end the result is all that matters is um, is the way he said it. Did he make it conditional or not? In the other version, we ignore the language, meaning the nuances of language aren't going to save us. And if the end result is one that quite obviously demonstrates what his entire purpose in playing this trick was, then it it will be a violation. Now here's a story. Ha'hu gavur da bra the fesafelum had a son da shamit ke de kitna this son was a thief, he used to steal, uh, flax, maybe even from his father. Asrinulanichsealeh, he, he banned his son from getting any benefit from him. Now, evidently, this fellow has another son, we'll see why that's the case. Amrulay, so they said to the father who banned him, vihave bar brach suvmar what happens if his son, let's say your son is a, is a no goodnik, but let's say he has a son, who, uh, who turns out to be a taman Chacham. My, then what are you going to do? You want your grandson to get uh, some of your stuff. You want him maybe to inherit half your stuff. And uh, he can't get anything because you banned your son. So, Amarlehun, so the fellow, the father, said to these uh, well-wishers, if, as it were, these people who are trying to give him good advice, you have so, sorry, So, I'm going to have my son of the stuff, the one I don't like. If you have a bar and then if the if his son turns out to be then he'll be it to him. In other words, I'm going to give it to my son only on condition that he gives it to his son if he's a talmud chacham. Which means, by the way, I'm not giving it to anybody yet, and it means it's going to remain, let's say, with the other son when I die. And then, if it turns out that his nephew, my other my grandson from the uh, the the thief, turns out to be okay, then retroactively, half of it is going to go to the other son, but only on condition that it goes to his son. My. So now the question is, do is that a valid deal? Amri Pumbaditoi, so the, the Shiva men in Pumbedita said Kni Aminat Lahaknotu. This is a case of Kni Amanat lahaknot. when I give you something on condition that you pass it on to somebody else. and we said it's not a Kenyan, because I'm not giving you something and this goes back to the case that we had earlier and any time when I give something to you to acquire, on condition you pass it on to somebody else, then I'm not really giving it to you to acquire, because I'm, I'm trying to continue to direct where it goes after I no longer own it. So they say, therefore, it's invalid, and therefore, this fellow's ban will continue, or, or the gift, the, the, the Kenyan won't work, the whole ban falls apart, but either way, this particular Kenyan will not work. That's Pumaritoi. Rav Nachman, Rabbi Nachman, disagreed, he said, "Knei, why? Think about a Kinyan Sudar. A Kinyan Sudar, which is when you want to make any... So think about as an example, when you're transferring rights, like at a Tuba. So the way you do it is by picking up a Sudar. Now, the fellow picks up a Sudar on condition. The whole purpose of doing it is in order to be rights to the other fellow. And that works. So I'm Ravashi. Ravashi challenges it. First challenge. First challenge. Who says that in the case of the Sudar, if the guy who gets the Sudar holds on to it, that's not his? Maybe it is his. And the same way here, uh, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe if the fellow wants to keep the thing, meaning maybe if the son, who's the thief, wants to keep the stuff, then he can keep it and doesn't have to pass it on to his son. All right, same thing with the Sudar. Oh, the second challenge. Sudra, k'nyamanat lahaknot v'kani min I agree with you that sudar is a Kenyan in order to pass something on, but that's happening right away. I'm getting the sudar immediately, I'm transferring rights to you, or a field to you, or whatever it may be. But these, this property of the grandfather, or should say the father, when is it going to be going to the grandson? Uh our brother only when the steaming son who isn't yet maybe even yet married has a son who turns out to be way in the future. mare. In that case, the suitor has already gone back to the original guy In other words. When, when If you make a Kenyan, if the father makes a Kenyan with the son, by that time the suitors come back to the father. Years later, this guy happens to have a Talmud Chacham as a son. You can't say that that works. So Rav Nachman has been challenged really two ways. And now a third way. I'm going to Rav Alav Nachman, his own Tommy challenged him, from Matna B'ed Charon to K'nyamanat too. Think about the case of Matna Kharon. Charon. That's the case of al L'Haknotu. The guy gave the meal to a fellow in order that he should invite the father over. Right, and we said that it doesn't work. Velo So, Rav nachman has been challenged three ways. He only answers Rav's challenge. He said, you know what? bin Charon was different because there it was clear from the fact he invited the father to the meal that this entire thing wasn't just Kneeaman at Lahaknon, it was Kneeaman at Laharem. The whole Kenyan was in order to pull a trick and get around the Nadir. Right, but sometimes he said, Rav Li Damar, Dhamara, Filavit Rasud that the case of bin Charon, is simply following the lead of Rabbi Eliezer, who we've been dealing with in, through our entire parak who maintains that vitor meaning that those sort of things which a person normally is willing to forego uh, don't work with um with a mudohano right and you like for instance in any case the end of the piece goes as follows none. At the end of the Mishnah, said, any matana which is not a free enough gift that if the recipient wants to mock the shit, that would be valid is not a matana. Why? Why they say it that way? Kol matana. Why didn't they just say, in this case, it doesn't work? They must be trying to expand it to another case. Kol milta de Sharia de shad Isn't it there to expand it to cover our case that we dealt with with the flax dealer? Right? And the answer is low. La to Rava. It's there to include the second version, if you recall at the end of the previous Amud, there were two versions of what Rava said. That komatana, we will interpret as being there to include um, even when you use a language which is more open and you say, I'm giving this to you, I'd like you to invite my father, even in that case, it's not a valid thing because it's clear what your purpose was for doing that. Hadrona l'achashut we've completed our study of the fifth parak. in the next podcast, we'll begin the sixth parak.